right, yeah. Welcome back to Feedback Friday. How am I doing on this intro? It's been a long time since I've been here. What's up, Emo Geeks? Welcome back to another Feedback Friday. This week with Mike Nelson. Yo. How's it going, Mike? Hey, I'm glad to come back from the dead. It's been a minute. Well, it's good to have you back. We missed you. Thanks, man. I've missed you too. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Influence. From subject lines to pre-header text, call to action button placement, email content, header images, and more, you can test up to five versions of an email with the Influence Marketing Platform. Get a demo at the link below. So we have some Fitbit emails to look at today that you picked. So I thought this episode could be about using data for personalization. I know Fitbit is a cool brand to look at when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, So what are your thoughts on these uh, first couple of emails? I used to own a Fitbit a long time ago. Then I lost it in a river kayaking. What I thought was got grabbed my attention on this one was the very top. It's like, hey, 2020, what a year it was. Who can can, uh, say that with me? 2020 was crazy. But I do like that they say like, here are some things that we've accomplished over the over the year. This is more of a roll up using all the data from all their customers. And it's typically end of year review. You'll see this somewhere around the end of, you know, December or January timeframe. They scroll down and there's just a lot of stats about certain things. They go through the dates, uh, numbers, I mean, 9 trillion is a pretty big number, 22 billion is a pretty big number and makes you think, okay, what do these numbers represent? So it actually makes you read the right column. And then you get into a different design mode where it goes from green to this nice orange, coral orange color and um, peachy background. Is that what the colors you would say those are? Something like that. That sounds good. Yeah. Hierarchy is really good. You've got your typical H1 paragraph leading to supporting in that section, scrolling down a little bit more. You keep your columns and then they go back to a two one column. I love the, just the back and forth that it looks like from a mobile perspective too. There's just so many good design elements in this email and how it gets broken up, but it still kind of keeps you scrolling through for just the different color elements to keep things separated, but engaged, different icons, different buttons. The only thing that um, when I was clicking through these, a lot of these areas are filled out with like pill buttons. So you see it's right there on the screen, 8.03 AM is sort of almost like a ghost pill button. And uh, when I first got to it, I actually, the, there's buttons at the very top, well, at least looking like a button. I tried clicking into them and nothing happened. From a visual perspective, it looks cool. But from a UX perspective, I was thinking that these were actually things you could click on. This is just a ton of stuff. Maybe if I was to do it again and to give some critique, you know, I already think this is a really good email. So nothing really on my side to make it worse. It's just, it's long. There's just a ton. I was going to say, when is the here. end? Are we yeah. going to get to the end? <laughs> Eventually, when you die. It'll be 2021 is when you'll get to the end. But there's, I mean, they could have chunked this up probably into two different emails. One was more related to maybe your fitness goals or people in your area or things like that. Maybe different kind of products and how related to end of year, uh, like top recipe posts, all that kind of stuff. I think that's more along the lines of like how the company did, but it's not really tracking your fitness. So there are things there that I would have, have changed. But from a design perspective, I think it's it's one of the better ones I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of pulling in a lot of data about you and not making it feel too creepy. Like I'm sure they have so much information about you that, you know, I think they have to maybe pick and choose exactly what they want to show in their recaps. Uh, but overall, I think this one was really a smart 
great use of live text, great use of GIFs, you know, just great use of data personalization, especially in a year-end email. And I believe these are community stats. Yep. It is cool for them to bring in metrics maybe about you as well. Yeah, these are all community because I don't have a Fitbit anymore. So this is all community. My guess is that they probably have something they sent out if you'd been using Fitbit for a while to show how you had done in these areas. But since they don't have the data on me, they went to the general population, which makes me think, oh, that's cool. Like there's enough people here that I, if I had one, I could compare myself to how well people are sleeping or whatever. One of the things I've got is my new Apple watch. I don't really be able to, I can't track sleep with it because usually plugged in at night. One of those things is kind of calling out some features that maybe competitors don't track that well. And I saw it was interesting that this main CTA is share on Facebook. Um, usually we don't see too many people pushing the social shares, but I think when the information is so personalized or data heavy, people are more willing to share that with their social media. I think that's maybe a call out is if you're going to ask for the social shares, you know, make it interesting enough to share with, you know, your community rather than just asking someone to share a newsletter. When I look at that, I don't know if I would have shared just how the community was doing, but if those were my own stats, similar to like my Spotify list, like what I listened to the most during the year, I think that's something would be compelling for me to share. So again, if I had been using my Fitbit and they had been tracking those numbers and they probably have a way to using dynamic content here uh, that says, oh, pulling Mike's data, uh, then it would say most active day was June 3rd for me and that I took a hundred steps and stuff like that, then I could share that data on Facebook. So generally I like, I like where this went, but I don't think from a total community perspective that the intent was probably high enough to get that CTA button clicked on. But the rest of it's really just brand building, just to give me a sense of like what Fitbit is good for and to remind me why I use it or should use it. Yeah, very good year-end email. Um, so looking at 2019, and this is a, a similar one that they did for the previous year. And are you a fan of this one a bit more than the other one, or are you about the same? I'm a little less. I mean, there's some elements here that I think are cool. I think it's already starting to show its date. Uh, you can already tell that it's a little bit older design with some hard uh, corners. Um, they've, they've elevated their brand a little bit more since this came out. I do like that average sleep score. I think that's a, a bigger kind of tie up than the one that they had in the previous one. But if you go to the top, I feel like this area is not as strong as the one we just read, mostly because the text is pretty small to understand what that is. And so I just, I think I like the other layout a little bit, just slightly a little, a little bit better. I, I do like this party gift, this, you know, confetti gift. That's a cool touch. And I noticed too, they asked for the social shares, but you know, this previous year they had just done Facebook yeah, I think this one is pretty nice, too, to pull in a lot of those metrics, you know, again, using stuff like live text to really make it look good on both desktop and mobile. Uh, but I tend to agree with you that the other email, even if it was a really long scroll, it uh, had some cool features in it to bring you back into the product. I know they, they kind of have this section here, but I thought the other one just visually was more impressive. Yeah. How do you feel like all those colors at the very top as well when you go through everything? Um, I'm going to guess maybe these some, maybe like match up to the colors in the app, you know, talking about, you know, these different sort of metrics 
I mean, I think aesthetically this looks pretty good, but I, I do agree that maybe the text is a little small and it could be a little bit busy versus uh, the 2020 email where they maybe had spaced it out a little bit more and gave these sort of metrics a little bit more weight. Yeah, I think when I look at it, I just think about all the color changes and I'm like, it makes me just read every single one of them a little bit more, but not in a good way. I'm almost like, <laughs> well, why is this one different? Why is this one different? That's one thing that I think I would have, I would change. But other than that, it's still a great one. Again, your call to action is to get more people involved and have another great year. Is that uh, cheers to the new, to the years at all life text above that gift too? Ooh. Yeah. Uh... So that's a nice touch. I like that. So for this birthday one, they're also using a lot of data, you know, reminding you how old you are and how Fitbit users at your age are doing. Is this a little too creepy to you, or do you think this is a, a good use of data in uh, something like this for your birthday? No, I like it. It reminds me of my goals. So you usually set goals at the beginning of the year uh, and around your birthday. So if your birthday is the beginning of the year, I feel bad for those people who are only get a few days before they have to reset their goal because their birthday. But mine falls near the end of the year, but not too close to January. And so it allows me to look back and think, okay, what I've accomplished this year so far compared to the last year. So what I would have loved is the comparison to what I was at last birthday. Did that increase or decrease? How much more fit have I gotten or made myself gotten? Is that the right word? I've gotten fit. <laughs> it's an interesting level of personalization, I think, uh, of using these community stats, especially at your age. Uh, with that with that TTA for your stats. But I do think maybe you have to be a little careful about what kind of metrics you're showing. Like you were just said, like maybe you got a lot less fit over the, the year and that could be a little depressing. Um, so I guess, you know, they can maybe try to set up those business rules and kind of think of these different scenarios where trying to spin as much data positively as you can uh, when you have, you know, so much data on, a person and even like a, a whole group of subset of a community. So now that Google owns, uh, owns them as well, they probably just have so much data at their hands. Um, just understand what data to use can probably be overbearing to that team. Do we show steps? Do we show uh, flights climbed? Do we show a uh, number of days in a row that you've been active? Do we show awards that you've earned within the app? Because it's ga gamified a little bit. Uh, you know, all those things are probably inputs to the marketing team to say, like, is, is this going to drive a little bit more loyalty or less loyalty? Like you said, if, if it's worse than what they're expecting, does that have a negative effect on the usage of the product? Data can be good and it can be bad in the sense, but uh, I do like how it says, you know, how are you comparing to, to others? I just would have liked my comparison either here to other people or to last year presented with an email without me actually going to see my stats complete, but maybe that's a security thing. Maybe they do that for personal privacy reasons. And this last one is uh, a little bit of an older one, but I think one of our, you know, favorites when it comes to this sort of data report style email, pulling in a ton of metrics. This is probably when you were hitting the gym every day, Mike. Yeah, I was. I think this one was back in 2016-ish, 2017. There, yeah which makes me feel like uh, we're getting old at doing all these. But I do, I do like the graphical elements of them pulling in those circles to show that you still want to fill a circle in or fill a ring, get your steps in, complete the day. So that's kind of a visual compelling uh, graphic right there. 
the icons are a little confusing. Like what is uh, calorie burned is a fire, but I did, had to read that it meant calorie burned. And then the lightning bolt for active minutes, I don't really associate active minutes with lightning bolt. So there's probably some iconography that they've probably fixed since then. Yeah, I do, I do think that this, just from a user data perspective, this is a really strong email because it tells me exactly how I did. It's pretty dense, um, but I think it is cool how it sort of maybe fits all in one view on mobile. So, you know, if you want to just screenshot the whole email and send it to someone, that's kind of another cool way to think about yeah. um, how to share metrics. Sometimes people do just screenshot an email and send it out over social. So maybe even thinking about if someone might do that for your email outside of like a social share. Great job, Fitbit. It's a good showcase of how to use personal data and community data in your emails to really you know, build that one-to-one -one relationship with your audience and bring people back into your product. Totally agree. Good job, guys. Good job. Thanks a bunch, Mike, for jumping on. I hope we can do uh, another episode real soon. Cool. Thanks. Okay, happy Friday. You too, man. Peace.